All right, welcome to another episode of Serious Crap. I feel like my voice went really high on that one. <laughs> welcome to another episode. <laughs> she turned into a chipmunk. Yeah. Uh, I'm Sarah. And I'm Bryn. And we are breaking down the episodes of True Calling, and we are on episode two of season two called Grace. So um, as I'm looking at this episode, though, I'm like, I don't even understand why it's called Grace, but sure. There have been a few episodes of True Calling that I've been like, was that the best name for this episode you came up with? Okay. Okay, that, that was the one you're going with. That was the best one, okay. Because, like, I can think off the top of my head of, like, three names that would go better than Grace already. And I'm just, like, scanning my And in the comments, we'll notes. be taking suggestions right, to yes. rename this episode. <laughs> yes, leave a comment. What is the name you would pick for this episode? Because, yeah, Grace doesn't make sense. Um, so yeah, definitely leave us a review. Speaking of comment, do all of the things. Um, ow. <laughs> so quick brief overview. True has to go on the lamb when Jack sets her up to take the fall for a murder of a doctor. When the day rewinds again, she is able to save both the doctor and the cop that was killed on day two. So the score is now true three, Jack zero. Ooh. Ha ha. Well, that's just for this season. There are more tallies from the previous season. But yeah, but we're starting a new round. New round. <laughs> ding, ding. All right. So we open on a busy park where a guy seems to be waiting for something. Another guy comes up and shoots him. Then we move back in time two hours. So, like, we haven't done the whole move back in time after the death in a while yeah but we're bringing <laughs> rewind, that rewind then back. rewind again <laughs> gotta rewind again um and true's in class for medical school she gets invited into a lab group with two guys and a girl um true falls asleep during the class breaks the perfume bottle that one of her lab partners bought for his girlfriend harrison is doing some pi work for his dad um, which these, well, we'll get into questions later, but what is this dad doing? Um, <laughs> Harry is coming around to his dad being a nice guy. The psychologist from the last episode joins Davis for lunch. He's his awesomely awkward self. And <laughs> she leaves. Oh, Davis. <laughs> um, he complains to True about how awkward he was. <laughs> A uh, dead body comes into the morgue. It's the guy who got shot at the beginning of the episode. He has a note on him about DSM-3. Davis says he must be a psychiatrist. The day rewinds. He asks for help, obviously. The day rewinds. <laughs> and she wakes up with the lab partners and breaks the perfume again. I'm like, So Wee. she didn't even wake up in bed. Right. Which, I mean, brings up the question is... So the day rewinds just back to when she fell asleep, I think. Because like, cause that happened in the car episode, too, like when she bought the car, like and she wakes up in the car. She fell asleep in class? She, like for just a second. She oh, like, okay. And that's why she like broke the bottle. So the last she time she woke up is yeah. what it rewinds to. Yeah. This is weird. This yeah. is weird. We need to define <laughs> these questions. rules better. Right? <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm like, we rewound pretty fast today. Yeah. Wasn't a whole lot of information to go on from the day before. So Jack comes into True's dad's office and says he rewound. He recommends not killing True like his dad did to True's mom, but rendering her powerless. Since and he says, since killing will just pass the power to someone else, just like the Buffy. Ooh. Although he so doesn't say just like Buffy. It does pass with death, which means there can only be one. There can only be one. <laughs> so, but it still raises so many questions. Yeah. What if she dies and gets brought back to life? Is there going to be a second rewinder? <laughs> Once you become ah. evil and try and kill Angel. <laughs> it would be just like <laughs> Elijah would be like Eliza would be like, I get away from this kind of role. <laughs> See, but this time she's the Buffy. Yeah. And then somebody else. She's is, like, hooray, I don't have faith. to be Faith. <laughs> um, Jack shows up at Cecil from Mr. Deed's office. And wants psychiatric help from the doctor. He adds that um, he adds a bunch of appointments to the doctor's book for True. And then warns the doctor that crazy lady True might stop by. Uh, True just misses the doctor at the office. And he shows up at the park. Killer is there stalking him again. True tries to talk to the doctor, but he still gets shot. And Jack says she did it. It was her. And an undercover cop believes him. The lady com A lady comes in and is screaming. And then I, I say in the comments, she must have been the one he was trying to meet. Find out later that she's not. And they never address why that lady was screaming. So, <laughs> so there's that. It's not the only thing they never address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lots of questions on this episode. Um, Where are you, Meredith? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the number one. Uh, True is on the lamb, and Harrison takes her handcuffs off because he is skilled at taking off handcuffs, apparently. Oh, Harrison. And, and she's like, how many times have you been in these? And she's like, nope, never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> um, she calls Davis, and there are cops all over the place at the morgue. Uh, kind of tells her, and Davis, like, in code, talks says that she should talk to her dad. Because apparently her dad is a defense attorney. Is what they said. Um. Her dad says her name was in the doctor's appointment book. And there's a lot of evidence pointing to her that Jack has planted. Harrison wants her to run away. True's dad and Jack are congratulating themselves on a job well done. Because uh, doctor is dead. And True's on the lamb. So True and Davis talk about how the day before he had a note about DSM-3. They decide, um, which is a book that psychiatrists use. It's a reference right. book, I guess. They decide to bring the doctor's body to the medical lab just in case they can get it to ask for help again. So that, again, leads the question, do our victims able to ask for help a second time? Look, we haven't seen it happen, but anyway. But, you know, 
We haven't seen a lot of things right. that keep happening. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So she goes to the medical school lab. Her lab partner is there, and he's got a lot of pressure to be good from his dad. Um, she tells him that he needs help, and he covers for her. Um, and then, like, a cop comes in, and they're like, Where's true? Um, Davis is taking the body out of the morgue. The cops come, look at it, and tell Davis to wait while they call. Girl cop comes in to question him. True co- tries to call when he's being questioned. And then the girl cop calls True from Davis's phone. He gives the lady cop a really good explanation and then tells True to go through the doctor's files. As True breaks into the doctor's office, Harrison is waiting outside and Jack punches him, knocking him out. Jack's the worst. I know. She finds a patient with the initials DSM and she figures out that he's the killer. Very well like that's that's a big leap i'm gonna say (laughs) cop shows up and then dsm kills her too but then the cop asks for help and the day rewinds again uh true wakes up catches the perfume this time and she is job true i know right so not somebody's not smelling like perfume all day um she's prepping for war with jack true shows up at the park warns the doctor about dsm they send the doctor away. Harrison punches Jack this time. So this is for yesterday, I think. Um, and then Jack tells Harrison that now True is the target since DSM probably thinks she's the cop that the doctor was trying to meet. Jack saves True and stabs DSM. Who? Oh, Jack saves True and then True stabs DSM. Who gets arrested? Lady cop thanks True. Jack disappears Davis is awkward with the psychiatrist chick again. (laughs) Too bad the other time was a rewind because he was super smooth with her the second day. Jack shows up at med school, chastises True for not thanking him for saving her life. End scene. What'd you think of this episode? Grace, because it's (laughs) totally all about Grace. I guess. Um... The guy who plays the doctor is always fun. Yeah, he's Cecil. In, he's in tons of stuff. Cecil from Mr. Deeds. He's generally some Middle Eastern right. uh, gentleman. <laughs> he's a, I, I think of him most from... Uh, not psych. How... I think of him most from Heroes. There it is. Oh, sure. Because he's uh, Dr. Suresh or... Whatever. Yeah. Mohinder's dad. Um, but he's in like every episode for a while. So. Yeah. Um, so that's what I think of him most from. But he's in tons of stuff. Like even Lois and Clark and. Yes. Stuff like that. So I do love him. I think he's a very talented actor. Yeah. Um, most of the time he's dead for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but for those few lines. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I also really enjoy the episodes where we rewind more than once. Yes. There aren't a lot of those episodes, I but I I feel like that's really exciting. I don't know why. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I guess maybe because it just breaks up the formula. Yeah. Yeah, because like Longest Day is one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. And we get a lot of rewinds on that day. So long. Yeah. It is so long. Um, yeah. Um, I have some questions. I have a lot. 
of questions. Some questions. The first being, she's wearing like lingerie as a shirt, like for the entire episode. It's like a little camisole, and like I'm okay with like a little camisole, but this one legit looks like lingerie. Lingerie. Like she's wearing a bra for the entire episode, basically. She's trying. Her her new tactic is to distract Jack. There you go. <laughs> right. Only because she doesn't know her dad is helping him. Because I think she wouldn't have chosen that tactic if she knew right. her dad was helping. Him. Yeah, she's like, hey, oh my gosh, my dad is here. <laughs> this is awkward. Super awkward. Um, another question I have: the police just believe Jack so fast, like. Like, True isn't running away. She's, like, standing over the body, like, like trying to save him. And he's like, she did it. And they're like, oh, okay. Arrest her. No further questions. No further. Oh, wait. Are you from the city morgue? <laughs> Excuse me. Are you from the morgue? <laughs> then no questions. <laughs> We've got this. True's like, wait, I'm from the morgue. <laughs> Uh, we're both there somebody throw this out at some point i want to see what it happened what happens in real life if you say (laughs) city morgue city morgue county morgue i guess more like in utah right yeah um and like because i mean a she's standing over him how would she have gotten rid of the gun so fast like i know they kind of address it later they're like it was a crowded somebody could have kicked it away or like whatever but like she was right there. I mean, all they had to do was look at the bullet hole, and they can tell how far away you shot from. <laughs> so, I mean, like, they might have taken her into custody for a second, but they would have checked the wound and then right. been like, um, actually, True probably would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> True probably would have been like, City Morgue. City Morgue. And then been like, this man was shot See? from a distance. <laughs> That's what she should have done. I totally she was her know. Own best defense, right? Oh yeah. man. Yeah, she just immediately was like, "Oh yeah, okay, let's put you under arrest," and then like roll out a massive manhunt <laughs> for her, where we're like stalking the morgue and. Oh, so this is they really put that together very quickly. Yeah, they have posters at the med school, <laughs> like. I didn't remember. <laughs> oh, they already put up posters of her. At, like, this is, like, hours later. Like, right. What, what an impeccable, like, police force. For just I a mean... suspect. Like, she's not even, like, yeah. you know, they don't have hard evidence that she is the killer. She's just wanted for questioning. They don't need hard evidence. They took Jack at his word. Right. He's from the morgue. <laughs> He's from the morgue. No further questions. <laughs> so we're good. There's a rule here. about morgue workers where you just don't ask questions. <gasps> Maybe Obviously. they kill someone. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's <laughs> it's a crapshoot. Um, and then like another thing, they're tracing the phone call to her cell phone. Hey, I'm pretty sure they don't have that technology now. <laughs> They for sure didn't have that technology back then to trace somebody's cell phone. 17 years ago. Oh, boy. To a location. <laughs> like, they might have the technology now because, like, there's a lot of GPS going on. But those flip phones, 
I guarantee <laughs> did not. Do I need a little tiny camera in my phone? <laughs> right. Yes. You do not know how much you will need that. Yes, true. You in do. the future. <laughs> we should ask Eliza now. Right. Do you do you need a little tiny camera in your phone? Um, hey Eliza, that's gonna come back to bite you. So you just remember that. Um she, she tells Harrison, I need you to steal a book from the medical library. But she never tells him what book. <laughs> and he's like, got it. And he like goes no off. Further no further questions. <laughs> They're on the same wavelength. I telepathically know that you want the DSM-3. Harrison is growing up. He knows things. He knows. <laughs> He's got it down. <laughs> he had a job for six weeks, Sarah. <laughs> He's a grown-up. <laughs> he is a grown-up. It was from Scam Artist, but, you know. But whatever. It's fine. Um, but then I had a question about the posters at her school. <laughs> I'm like, that was Boy, awfully fast. I mean, efficient police force. Right. I can't even handle that. <laughs> Like, this must be a really small city. There's only one murder. They know Well, who now did it's it. true. There's only, like, one murder every it's once in a while. She's stopping all of them. We that better sketch artist was just out. waiting by the phone for someone to call him. And then I have a question about the girl who screamed. She's like, she clearly seemed like she knew the doctor. Or maybe she's just an extra that's like really into her role <laughs> but like you never see or hear from that lady again so i really want to know what's up with her like why are you so invested in this like so many questions murder? there's like a hundred people around you're the only one like freaking out screaming so yeah. everyone else was like well this is a city so yeah um and then my question about the lady cop like it's still the day why isn't he still trying to get the doctor and lady cop shot for any other reason like this goes back to like why can't he just you know figure out a different way to kill him like do they have to be killed by the same guy because he's arrested now so they can't he can't shoot them but, but see, maybe that goes back to like making someone a murderer. That guy was already willing to be a murderer, so that's not going right. to change the universe. But maybe he just has to find another murderer, like True's right. dad. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, why He's can't True's dad before. go kill them? <laughs> or just hire that guy that he didn't kill <laughs> oh, yeah. to kill the. Call that guy and tell him to come back. <laughs> hey, buddy, uh, come on back. I got, I got two a, more kills for I got, you. I got another job for you to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you have any questions else about uh, this episode? That was no, real loud. I think that's it. Just questions about how quickly they created that task force. I know. My goodness. <laughs> Get her. I should show that episode to my brother-in-law. He's a cop. He oh, no. Nice. He would probably be like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> this is like hours later. <laughs> right. They are on top of it. She's preventing all the murders. It's 
like they've they just have been no, waiting to do their job because there's no do. murders happening. <laughs> They're all just like, come on, by the phone. Come on, somebody calls. Murder, let's go. Crime has ceased to <laughs> We've exist. been waiting for this for days. <laughs> um, give me more. I have a Davis quote. He's like at lunch with the uh, psychiatrist chick. He's like, yeah, the fire alarm can go off at the most inconvenient times, like when you're on the toilet or elbow deep in someone's chest cavity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Davis, my goodness. Um, Poor guy. But one thing I loved about Davis in this episode is day two, he was like smooth operator. Like he was all like slick with the psychiatrist chick at lunch. He had like super strong explanations of like what he was doing with the body and why true's in his cell phone like he was nailing it yeah on day two and then day three happened then it rewinds and you know what's up um another thing i loved about this episode though is jensen the lab partner guy like he didn't just, like, hop on board with her being on the lamb. Like, he was like, hey, what is happening? Because, like, a lot of times in TV shows, they can just be like, oh, like, we have, like, a very small relationship. I'll totally hide you from the police. Yeah. You know, like, I know nothing about you, but the, the cops are after you. It's probably fine. I'll just it's hide you. It's probably fine. It's probably their bed. <laughs> right. But, like, I liked how he was kind of, like, like, he helped her, but then was, like, hey, I need some explanations here. Like, what have I just done? <laughs> she doesn't give it to him, but, like, yeah. I like that he was kind of iffy about the Hesitant. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I do like Avery. We met Avery. She's Janice from Mean Girls. Yes, yes. She's a lot of fun. She is a lot of fun. She, <laughs> I love, she's like, uh, does anyone else think True is, like, um, abrupt? <laughs> I love her. She's yeah. so great. Yeah, so she's one of True's lab partners. <clears throat> um, yeah, we didn't see very much of her, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I do wish frequently that there would be more hesitation in people's voices when they're like i just met you but i'll hide you from the cops but it's, it's no fine. worries oh you're from the morgue <laughs> city morgue city morgue <laughs> i mean why didn't she just use that with the cops she needs to use that more often she really does she's wasting her abilities here no she doesn't even usually have to show her id or anything right Oh, yes. We just take people's word for it when they say they're from the city morgue. Because how many people want to say that? Right. Um, How many people know that that's all it takes? Right. Not many. City morgue. I know. And you're in. You're in. Uh, Anything you loved about the episode else? Um, in particular, I do wish we knew, I feel like we didn't get a lot of answers about the patient. Yeah. Who was killing them? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like I need more information about why this is happening, but yes. that didn't seem to be a priority in writing the episode. No, you are so <laughs> right on that. Like, like 
because she she finds the file. A, she finds the file and is like, oh, this must be the DSM that he's talking about. Like, that was a really big leap. I mean, I'm glad it paid out, but... Right. But it's like, maybe, oh... Maybe her job comes with certain, like, intuition. Right. He's like, oh, he has violent tendencies. Totally the guy. I'm sure many of his patients have right. violent tendencies. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, he was, um, th- like, you know, what, like, it seemed like he maybe killed the girlfriend, but you're not, like, sure how that even happened. Why is the doctor meeting with the cop, like, all clandestine? Can't the <laughs> cop just, like, come to his office? Like, he's got patients going in and out all the time. Like, Yeah, everything about the circumstances just felt like we didn't have enough information. Yeah. Like, we just had questions about this this dude. Yeah, it seems like the plot of, like, the actual murder and stuff was secondary, yeah, Yeah. to them trying to frame True for the murder. That was the real plot of the story. Right, right. And either way, I still don't understand the title, so. Right. Either way, it has nothing to do with Grace. So, was that somebody's name? Was that the girlfriend's I think it was the girlfriend's name. But still. That feels like you're trying to do a play on words, but the play on words isn't there. Right, because who's giving her Grace? Jensen? We didn't even talk about her enough to remember that her name was Grace. Like, Right. So the play on words doesn't work. Does not work. Yeah. I mean, like, DSM would be a great title because they have the whole red herring with the DSM book. Yeah. When it's actually the dude. Yeah. Lots of, lots of holes and questions in this episode. My goodness. Yes. So not one of my favorites. So there's a lot to, to not like. But anything else you particularly didn't like? No, that's the only mm. thing I can think of. All right. I think that wraps up this episode of True Calling. Called Grace. For some reason. For some reason. Grace. In parentheses it says, for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to tell you. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure yourself. it out. Just like the whole universe They walk here. a fine line between giving you too much information <laughs> yeah. and not enough. Right. <laughs> oh. Well, definitely leave us a review. Um, keep up. We've got four episodes left of True Calling, and then we will announce our next series. And I still want to hear your your replacement titles for this episode. Yes, so yes. Comments, tell us your replacement titles. Tell us your comments. <laughs> That'll be awesome. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.